Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Are you ready for this? John Merriman, a one-hand sack. Boom, boom, boom. Out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman. What's up, guys? We're back again on the Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And today we got uh, one of my longtime guys, man. Uh, Actually, I'll put it this way. The first day that I walked in to learn MMA uh, was invited by Jay Glazer. Uh, he wanted me to come in and work some MMA moves to help my football football career. I walk in the gym, and the first person I see is uh, Tyron Woodley. 
uh, now UFC, uh, former champion and um, one of the guys I know for a long time. And uh, we we get into it, man. We get into some of his wins, some of his losses, some of the things that he's uh, moving on to, um, you know, post career possibly. And he's got a long time before he hangs this thing up, man. And one of the things he gets into is he wants to line everybody up that he's lost to back to back, no training camps, and get right into it. Uh, so we get into a great conversation. And uh, Tyron Woodley, man, let's go. Yeah, man. So what what else been going on? I know you just uh you just got back in town, right? Yeah, just got back in town. I just been bouncing around, man. Just um I injured my rib in my last fight, so I haven't been able to train. So when I can't train, I can't just be idle. So I've been just tapping into some different business opportunities, um, planting some seeds and just, you know, um just putting everything together. Yeah, so so one of those planting the seeds, I know you got a uh You've been heavy into the music. You had a couple, couple yeah. of dope songs to drop. Thank you, and, I do. Uh, and then you got a, you got a couple artists too. You signed recently, right? Yeah, I got an artist T Double, and I got an artist named Andrew Kiss Crazy. They both are crazy in their own perspective, but um, yeah, I don't, I didn't want to carry a lot of people because I want to make sure I was able to get the time to those artists that they deserve and really put them in the right room in the right situations and get them in front of the right labels if that's what they want to do. Um, one of them, I think, will probably end up being signed to a label. The other one is so independent. I think he's going to end up independent doing a kind of a distro deal. But um, nonetheless, I think the pie is going to be the same at the end of the day. But just doing that stuff and just um, to be real, man, I've been at home. Like I think everybody has been adding and switching stuff up in their house. You know what I mean? So I've been kind of doing some little renovations and stuff like that and just chilling at the crib, for real. So is that is that kind of like where you at with everything right now? Because I know, you know, I got I got to the point in my career, and I was always doing something where I was playing ball. Like I had a little business here, I was doing something on the side. But like my last two years, like when I was playing, that's when I started. Like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna be like wrapping this thing up soon. So I yeah. started to like venture more into doing TV. I actually, um, I actually started doing more TV work when I, you know, in in LA. I was like every time yeah. on the off season. I was right in front of the camera because I'm like, as soon as that last snap was done in Buffalo, yeah. I knew I was going right to TV. Is that kind of where you at with it? Uh, for me, it's like this. I always plan on generating the wave, right? Whether it's through a promo or a fight or like I just dropped a song or I just did a movie or I'm on a TV show or you see me on a desk and I'm talking about a fight. It's always something to generate the wave. And after that, if you, especially when you win, I mean, you still can – you know, nowadays, and I swear, if you go out there and you fight like a Gotti or, um, you know, had or somebody with a bloodbath fight, win, lose, or draw, you can hug, and you may get more props and respect for losing than you do winning. But, you know what I mean? I've always been a fighter that wanted to hit and not get hit. So the fights that I've been in, win, lose, or draw, has either been real clean knockouts for me or it's been tactical fights or it's been where fights where people are like, damn, we know Tyra can do more. Why he not doing more? But it's never been nobody just finished it on with my ass. No, nah, it's never been like that. So, so fun yeah. fact, dude, I, I wanted to let people know my very first time in the MMA gym, you know, when Jay Glazer had me come yeah. in, yeah, I think uh -huh. it was, uh, I think it was like somewhere in the mid 2000s. Was it 2007 yep. or eight or somewhere around there? Yeah. Because I think you were just coming on too, right? At that same, at that I same time. I was just time. coming on too. I just started hitting LA real heavy and training at Wildcard Box. I think it was like 08, 09, something like that. 
Yeah, so that was my my first time. So ever been, and I boxed a little bit, kind of growing up. My uncle, I, you know, my uncles and stuff were professional boxers, and I come from DC, and that that uh, that DC that DMV area where it was a bunch of boxes and stuff. But MMA wasn't big, so you know, Jay Glazer was like, "Yo, you should come out and try this MMA out because it'll help with your hands and balance and open your hips up and stuff like that." So I said, "Okay, cool." I walk in the gym. The first time, and so Randy Couture, I think Randy was in there that day. Randy Couture yeah. was in there day, and then you was in that day. So in my head, I was like, I didn't know was was Jay gonna plan on have me scrap or or, or spar with somebody. I'm like, yo, I got no <laughs> experience. I never sparred with anybody, you know, legally. You know what I'm saying? Like you had yeah. some fights in the neighborhood, but you never. So I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on. So that was my first day ever being in the MMA gym, and I saw you in there. So that was, I, I think, when you started to come on. That's too. crazy, because you yeah. you know what's funny? When I went to the gym, right? Because um, Randy was my manager at the time. Randy and Sam Spire they were managing me at the time, and then I that's how I met Jay. We became friends, and then he wanted me to come help out with this the MMA athletics program, right? That's that was you guys, you, you Clay. You, Clay Matthews, and freaking uh, Mercedes Lewis, I think, the, 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 yep. the first time. And um, and I'm like, dope, yeah, I, I slide through. But I didn't recognize that what my coach was actually saying and my manager was saying is that Jay wanted to train me too. I didn't know that. So I was doing three and four workouts because I had already had my boxing workout. Then I would come to the gym and, like, I'd be ready to train you guys. But he'll have his whole workout plan for me, which was brutal. Basically over the top at certain points, so yeah. he went ham on me, and it was like, damn, not. I had to give him his respect. I had to give him his props, and I think I was one of not the first, but one of um, one of the fighters of my generation that really gave him the proper doing, the credibility for being a legitimate trainer and have knowledge in martial arts. What grows in the forest? Trees, sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow, too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Right. And so, you know, being being a football player, man, I got this theory and I've been saying this shit for about 12 years now. And now I got, you know, lights out extreme fighting. I'm doing my own thing. But so, so I've really been concentrated on getting former athletes, especially football players that transition over. Like you said, we were in the gym that day it was Mercedes Lewis, uh, Clay Matthews. And I think uh, Richie incognito even came there oh, a few times. Dude, big, big, yeah. Rich. big Richie. 
And so, by the way, I want to fight Big Richie when he retires, man. I'm just go ahead and put that out there. Uh, he should be coming up. I want, I want Big Richie's ass. Um, no, but you know, we were in this, so I, I got this theory, man, where it's going to be a lot of athletes from other sports transitioning in. Like, what, what do you, what did you see that day? You know, like, or, or just being around football players in general, man, that, that can transition. Like, do you think that transition is? is easy once you pick stuff up because you you do it but you see us on coming you know coming from one sport into the next oh when, when i look at a transitional athlete coming into mma i think in the middle like 155 ish if you got somebody coming in from a boxing or striking a kickboxing weight class i think they'll be solid in that way because uh, you more of the grapplers are in the, the welterweight division, you know what I mean, or the lighter weights, or the 125 wrestlers, they all built the same because those were the only sports that they had for those weights, you know what I mean? But when you start getting into the heavyweight, that's when I feel like the football players got a better opportunity because they're explosive, they can run, they can, they're agile. They were already pretty athletic and fast and can jump and, and just pre, just athleticism for whatever their body type was. That's how they made it to the NFL. So with the discipline that they had to have from that, the mindset that some some athletes make contact every play. Like every single play, they make contact. So having a fear of contact may not be there. Sometimes it may – I'm not saying every football player is not scared to get fucking punched in the face. But, right, right. you know what I mean, that, that's one little added value that we may not think about. No, nah, for sure. And, and it's going to happen, man. I, I think we uh, we got a couple more guys we're going to announce here Hey, soon. the cornerbacks are the ones that should come over. To, to, I, you know what? I say this. I say this. The best ones. I, I said cornerbacks and you got some safeties. Like, safeties. What, Ooh, safeties. That's what like I, was, I was looking I was at. Uh, yeah. At, at, uh, at, so, yeah, that's safety. right. You played. That's right. Yeah, strong, you played safety. strong safety. I was a hitter. That's right. So when you – hold on. See, I thought you – so you you know you play strong safety. They bring you up in the box when you play. Yeah, I was like a rover back. So I play strong safety, but I can come up and I can kind of freelance Saint the Louis, field, right? Yeah, yeah. And Saint I can Louis. I can blitz. I can do all this stuff because I read the field so well and I hit so hard. I had like a hundred tackles my senior year. So what what made you kind of go from from playing football? Were you because you wrestled? I mean, obviously you you wrestled. Yeah, I wrestled. But were you doing Were you doing both at the same time? I was doing both, but I didn't have the real big offers uh, collegiately for football. My coaches all thought I was going to be too small, and I ended up growing into, like, the perfect D-back. Um, but at that time, I just had to be smart. I couldn't get my feelings hurt because he was pushing for other athletes. I had to go out there and find another way. I said, all right, well, I'm going to turn up in this wrestling thing. Can't nobody tell me I can't do that because it's individual. My team can be garbage because I was a great athlete. I had 100 tackles, but we never made it past the game one of the playoffs. What if I would have had three extra games? Probably got 30 more tackles. Right. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't I be first team all state? Why wouldn't I get the looks I was supposed to get? You know what I mean? But I said, I can't think about that. Let me go turn up in wrestling. So I turned up in wrestling. I won a state title, um, placed a couple times in nationals. And I went, I was like the top five overall recruit of my weight. And I started getting big offers. And that's, that's what I took to get to college. To me, it was to get to college. But I wanted to play football right. for sure. That's what because I desired how you, to do. How you came up, man, it was it was yeah, I remember, you know, just reading about it and, and, and all the stuff early on too when you was growing up. You know, it was crazy. Super crazy, you know, when you grew up. Yeah, I mean Ferguson is just just I mean, it wasn't crazy to me at the time, but now I look back and I we got more visual you got more visual of what everybody else is doing because of Instagram and social media. But, but at that time I thought it was normal to hear gunshots all the time and you know what I mean 
hear, you know, people getting into fights and selling drug dealing and all this other stuff. I thought it was normal. But once we started getting a little bit of reflection from the riots and stuff like that and everybody's basically saying this is not right, then I'm like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. I was just like numb to it. So now that that was that was my reason for playing football, man. My when I was a kid, my um my my mother didn't want me to play. And she when she asked me, I said, uh, why do you want to play football? And I said, yo, I can hurt somebody and not go to jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that was that was my mentality because I had I had an anger issue from where we was growing up at in in Maryland and Washington DC. Like I was it was just it was just well, they turned it up in DC right now. I know. I know. Now that's why I make it in my system. If you want to get a free little bare knuckle um sparring session, you can just walk out there and just <laughs> Put on the wrong shit and you be in a straight scrap. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's how. I, see, okay, so I, I and I was about to take a bare knuckle fight. I was I was actually about to sign up and do that bare knuckle fight because I was telling people that I, I I've been in twenty of those before in my life. Just you know, in school, yeah. in the streets or whatever. And then I just never really, you know, I just if I wasn't playing football, one hundred percent would have been fighting. Like yeah. it was just a given, man. I it just it was in me to do, but football was always like my way out. And then, and I and I bring this up because I remember when you 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 finally made it. You bought your mom the crib, and you know you took care of your family and stuff, man. I was like that to me was more important than anything. And I was like, okay, fighting at the time wasn't paying. Even I retired, dude. When I retired in 2012, 2013 season, I was gonna take a fight like by 2015 or 16. I was already kind of training a little bit and just wanted to stay in shape. But the money wasn't there. Like the money wasn't there like in 12 or 13. Yeah. Now, now cats are getting the guys are getting paid. Yeah. You know, the money's right. It's a couple checks out there. I mean, it ain't everybody ain't getting paid, but it's it's been it's been uh it's been checks out there. I touched a couple, so I can't complain, but it's a lot of people that touch way more and they got way more opportunity to, to get involved with big paydays. But you're right, man. Um, I can only imagine I heard Khabib got paid 10 million. I mean, that's the first, that's the highest reported income I've ever seen. We know Connor's getting 15, 20, but, but they reported 10 million in somebody that's Russian right. that, you know I mean, he want to report probably at least as, as least as possible. You know what I mean, but right. to show that they reported that, who knows what he really walked away with after two million two million pay per views. So what what do you so what, what do you think with that man? Because I just seen it when they were talking about Khabib being pound for pound and all this other stuff, right? And I'm not I'm not knocking him at all. Like, John Jones is fighting all that. John, okay, so there's not even a question. But he needed to th- get that is, for what he did. He kept it clean. Never got into any trouble. You know what I mean? Right. He was square, straight by the book, and he never lost. So if his one request is to be pound for pound for one, that it's subjective anyway. It's not real. A one plus one is two anyway, right? Let him have it for a week. John, John, I don't know why he even bothered him. But see that, but okay. So I told I get Arthur it. that I, I said, why does John give a fuck? <laughs> why does he care? We all know right. who the best fighter is. Yeah, but you know what? People not going. People always going to hate him. I get he was suspended. And he got in some off, so you know, out the cage stuff or whatever. But if we're talking strictly fighting, like why is that really a conversation? Because to me, it ain't, John it ain't even a debate. Lost six or seven rounds in his life, including sparring, probably. You know what I mean? Right. Like he's a special body type. He's a special 
athlete. He doesn't hesitate. He can do a wide array of martial arts. He, he's left-handed, but he fights orthodox and he switched southpaw, and you forget that he's actually left-handed. He kick you in the leg. If he gets you on the ground, he elbow your brains out. You know what I mean? He's not going to tap out. He's not going to quit easy. He's been in wars. You know what I mean? So he's beat the GOATs when they were the best, the, the Shoguns, the Machitas, the um, Vitor Belfers, the Rashad Evans, the Rampage Jackson. So he got, like, skeletons of many, many great Hall of Fame fighters. Nobody has more Hall of Fame victories than he does. Second to him is Jean Saint Pierre, but so it's not even it's not even contestable because even the way that Khabib got his belt, you know what I mean, he didn't take down Conor McGregor, he didn't take down um, Eddie Alvarez, he fought Al Alaquinta. You know what I mean, he never him and him and Tony Ferguson never did their thing and got that fight out the way. He's dope, but he ain't the best, right? And I, and I, the reason why I think they support him so much, obviously, because of his, you know, he's he's super cultured, you know, he's always been super respectful to everybody else. So they that's who they choose to to support and want to put the stamp on him. I would say John. I would say John, John. This George St. Pierre, then Demetrius Johnson, then Henry Cejudo, then Amanda Nunes. I, okay, and then you'll put you'll put Khabib at like six or seven. I bet Khabib there. right after Amanda Nunes. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. If I could be you. And you could be me for just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. In my mind, Amanda Nunes is over Khabib. She'd be Cyborg. She'd be Ronda Rousey. She'd be Miss, Misha Tate. She'd be Holly Holm, didn't she? Holly Holm, yeah. She'd be um, Holmes, yeah. um, Randomy, um, who was a champion. She'd be Shevchenko twice, who's a champion, who's dominant as a champion. He's not even above um, Amanda Nunes in the pound for pound, let's be real. They need, they need to give her respect, and she should be in the top three easy if she's not. And then Khabib only, what, defended his his belt, what, two or three times? Or something? With no, he was somebody just so dominant. Like, he was just so dominant That's what the way is. he beat people. That, he's just so dominant. And the only time a wrestler's going to get love if they dominate and they just got a vicious grinding pound and they just overwhelmingly put somebody into the point where they just got to give up. And that person that's giving up, we're not used to seeing them giving up. So now something 
magnetic all of a sudden. But right. But if you do it a slower, if you do it at a slower pace, less volume, and you don't put as much pressure on, people are gonna boo you. That's that, that's my thing, right? Because you had like the, the last couple of fights, and I know you got hands with us. Like the, I think the it wasn't it wasn't Usman because I was looking at watching the fight, and I was wondering if you hurt your hand. Or hurt something more you because whenever I whenever I see you not taking certain things I know you normally would take the first the first thing I start thinking is like okay shit his his hand or his wrist or, or show his shoulder because I remember we talked about it in the gym even before the fight and I don't know if people understand or know this because I seen you before that fight and I know your shoulder was messed up because we talked about you having sur- uh, uh, surgery possibly yeah. I think we was in the gym that day and uh, you had either taped up kinesio you had something on your shoulder and I was asking you about your shoulder. And I said, okay. And then you say you were still gonna go go for it and fight. So I'm sitting there thinking, like, I had both of my shoulders done, so I know what that rotator feel like. I yeah. know what that labor feel like because both of mine have been done. But you didn't have the surgery, so I'm like, okay, cool. It must be the must be that. So where where are you at, man? Physically, you know what I'm saying? Like, where where do you think? Uh, like, where, where's your body at physically, man? And and, and being back on being back at uh, being able to get out after it again. Uh, I'm getting close. You know, I'm not there, but I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush to jump out there. I fought real quick, back to back, boom to boom. Um, to be honest, I'm not even gonna sit on a like an injury. None of those injuries prevented me from being victorious in my fight. Like I, I walked in all my fights with injuries, but I've always said once I sign a contract, if I walk through there, then if I take the fight, I can never win or lose. I can never say none of my injuries. Like when I knocked out Robbie, I thought I had a torn groin. You know, my foot felt broken. I still was going to fight. I had I tore my labrum, the first punch of the um, Damian Maya fight. And I still won. I still won against Kevin Gaston. I still won against Darren Till. So you can't pick and choose when you want to be like an injury hurt. It helps you. Sometimes it makes you dig into a different layer. Like when I hurt my yep. shit in um, the fight against Darren Till, I, never, I had only thrown two elbows in my life. Remember earlier I said I elbowed um, 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 Daly and it, I elbowed him hard, right? Yeah. I stopped. I didn't do it again. I'm like, oh, shit, I fucked I elbowed the shit out of him. And it was like at that time, like, I don't really dislike this dude. Like, but to elbow a motherfucker, you got to be wired a different way to elbow him. Yep. I elbowed him once and Tarek Safety one time. I had two total elbows landed in the history of my fighting. And then I messed my hand up against Till and I just flipped the switch. And I went bloodthirsty for, like, 40 elbows, like a million elbows. Like uh, my elbow was burning, a funny bone hit, and I just kept doing it. My hand was hurting, kept punching. So I just went to a different zone, you know, a different, different um, bubble. So it's not, it's never, it's not the injury. It's just something that didn't happen. I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Something that didn't click. I trained my ass off. Uh, I'll have no regret in like actually the the preparation and training, what I did, who I brought in, you know, how much time I dedicated, my focus, what I gave energy to. I had all that shit on point. I was chopping off toxic shit, pushing everything to the side. I really only did a couple of things that made sense for me to do on the other, you know, yeah. entertainment side come in. Yeah. But if it's, all right, I'm going to do the, the Titan games with The Rock. I got to do that. Come on now. I'm doing that. You know what I mean? Right. I'd be an idiot. Because you, it, it, it goes back to what we said. You gotta you, you gotta set yourself up too, man, because you don't you don't know when you're gonna be done. You know what I mean? So I know you got the music, I know you've done, you know, a bunch of TV. What I seen, I seen I was watching something the other day. Um, whether it was Hulu or I think it was that thing, the Rizza, the Rizza Oh, Yeah, you seem to get my ass beat on them uh, yeah. fucking um Dude, That was a <laughs> what, was, what was that oh, yeah, what was that movie called? It was uh Cutthroat City. Cutthroat City, yeah. But I, but, I just hey, watched but it. But I was day. believable, though. You you felt like I was from uh, from my uh, from down New Orleans. Yeah, 
front down New Orleans. Don't do me like that, boy. Don't do me like that, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that was dope, man. So, I mean, you you lined up already for when you done when you done with the fight game because you I mean as everybody father time won't catch up with everybody I don't care who you are you're gonna be done at some point so you already hey, don't be up. wishing father time on me because I'm still that guy no, I just no that's what I'm saying no 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 <laughs> I, 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 I think you got I think you still no no I think you got I, I think you got a couple more years for sure but it did it really depends on what you want to do like what what do you want to do what's, what's to be left? real to be real like I, somebody asked me that I'm like if I win this because I did play the lottery I had all these sevens and threes happening, so I'm like, I feel lucky, right? So I said to myself, if I won this thing, what am I going to do? Am I going to stop fighting? Am I going to invest this? Am I going to go on a retreat? Am I going to say F everybody and just ball out? What am I really going to do? And I'm like, um, I would just definitely take the money up front. Go ahead and give me the lump sum. Take the little tax shit out. Boom. Then from that point, I want to fight everybody I lost to. Because I know I never lost to somebody that I was fighting 100%. So I want to fight everybody quick, too. I don't want a long run out. Let's just knock these out. If I'm a little bit hurt, no training camps, just straight in there. I'm done. When can we get this one? Go. Whether I'm in shape or not, I'm just going to fight. I'm not going to think about it like a training deal. I want to see for myself if I'm at 100 and they're at 100. I want them at 100. No injuries. I want them to have a full camp, full knowledge they're fighting me. And I want them to give everything they got and try to turn my head off and I want to see if I'm on, if I'm at fifty percent or more. I don't think any of them would beat me. And I would want it to prove it to myself. So that tells me that I'm still in it. You know what I mean? If yeah. I say I'm gonna go out and buy a yacht, and I'm just gonna start my cigar line and freaking, you know what I mean? Do that, then yeah, then that would tell me where I was at. So I'm still in it. I'm a dog anyway. So well, you ain't got to tell me, man. So hey, dude, I appreciate it, man. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go and go ahead and let right, you go. And um. I'll, I'll hit you up in a minute, man. I know you. I see you in all black in the chain over there. So I know you about to go relax somewhere. Yeah. Crack one of those cigars open with you. All right, my man. All right, my dude. I appreciate right. it, man. All Thanks. Right, all, right, all right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman, and uh, T. Wood, man. T. Wood is the man. He's been doing it for a long time and um, got a lot of things going outside of the cage. Obviously, we've seen him on a big screen. Um, hell of an actor. I was just watching the other day uh, uh, something was produced by the RZA. Uh, the RZA. And he did a hell of a job in it, but he has a lot of fights still left in him and just talking about where he's come from and where he's at now. And man, this has uh, been a long time. Known that dude for almost 12 years now. So uh, can't wait to see the rest of his career and him get back on top again. Anyway, thanks for coming on, T. Wood. I appreciate you. Thank you guys for listening to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. Keep listening to us. Review us. Uh, leave some comments. Leave some good reviews, man. You guys have been doing that, so I appreciate it. But uh, next week, we'll be back with another one. So keep tuning in. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. 
Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.